Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby. Featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 820. I'm not Brian, I'm Chris. Brian's not here with us tonight, but we're carrying on anyway. We uh, we don't have a live stream tonight because Brian's not here with us. It's weird how one kind of goes with the other. Used to we would get Diecast to stream when Brian wasn't around, but I think we've just kind of given up on that idea. It never worked when Diecast tried to do it. Like, something would always go wrong and the show would start like 50 minutes late. Then we were all just sick of talking about things and like, it just it's easier to just go, uh, you know, pre-record, no video. Saves everybody some trouble on the back end. Also, we I think we all have earlier bedtimes now, so 50 minutes late just is not as feasible as it used to be. We're all kind of old. Yeah. Yeah. And just generally tired. Yes. Oh, so tired. Uh, Even so the show. Die- t- yeah, we've got Diecast here. We've got uh, Headmaster Don. We've got Rob Clay. We've got Matt. And that's that's it, because that's all of us when Brian's here. Did I mention Brian's not here? Is Brian here? I don't think so. Okay. I'll check. Brian? No, no, he's not here. Okay. Um... I don't think we really have any like uh, you know pre-news plug kind of stuff going on this week. Uh, I'm going to kind of you know half and half this. Just mention uh, from the start, uh, Earthsparks coming back with new episodes on Paramount Plus beginning on March 3rd. Um, that's this coming Friday relative to when we recorded this. Probably the show will be up before then, but if not, you probably know this already. But uh, if you enjoyed Earthspark and you've kept up your Paramount Plus subscription. Uh, there you go. If you haven't kept up your Paramount Plus subscription, well, you know where to look in the dark corners of the internet, I'm sure. Uh, I assume at some point it will also hit like regular Nickelodeon, too, because the first batch of episodes did after it had gone through on Paramount Plus. So it'll be out there one way or another eventually. Personally, I kind of miss the Cyberverse days where Hedra was just uploading the episodes to YouTube the week after they uh, first aired on Cartoon Network. Yeah. It made it really easy to keep up with that show. Because, like, even when I had the cable subscription, I couldn't be bothered to actually, like, watch it when it was on. Who does that anymore? Not a lot of people. No, not really. The age of streaming services is, like, great for watch stuff on your own terms. Not so great since it's become a new cable system where, you know, you're paying, like, $150 a month if you want all the quote-unquote channels. But I digress, as, as is our way on an XV episode of RFC or any podcast I host, really. I hope you like my style, because you're going to get a lot of it for the next hour. Uh, so our first actual news item is uh, literally the big news for this week. Uh, Transformers Tuesday's reveal uh, that we've been alluding to for a while, because we weren't quite sure what it was going to be exactly, but it turned out to just be Titan Class Guardian Robot, or Omega Sentinel, if you prefer. The blue redeco of Omega Supreme that we've all been waiting for for like a year since it was actually hinted about, I think. Something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more than that. Yeah, maybe um, a little bit more. That might have been like late 2021. Um, so I the feel first like hint- we got. I feel like we got uh, like rumors about that just like about the time or before Black Zarek came out, and that has been sitting behind me, waiting for some kind of permanent home for at least a year now. 
That's why I didn't <laughs> buy one yet. Um, the first we heard about the possibility of Omega Sentinel or Guardian Robot came from one of those Hasbro conference calls where they had a uh, on screen share. They showed one of the Hasbro people's desktops, and there was just a folder and some pictures on the desktop arranged out where they were perfectly visible, and there was just a little tiny icon thumbnail that you could make out as being a blue redeco of Omega Supreme. And well, it was actually a digi someone's digi bash. Was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, but of course, we long suspected that everything that was visible on that desktop had been, you know, pre-approved and like strategically placed and was there for us to see. So, like, it was only a matter of time before this happened. Although we did start to suspect when we didn't hear anything after like six months that it might have gotten canceled because of just things in general. But hey, it's up for pre-order now, and the release date's actually like about a month from now. It's I think April tenth is the ship-out date on Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. So if if you were ever really wanting to troop build the Titan class, now's your chance because oh, this is custom built for it. But they're now at two hundred dollars, which is about twenty dollars more than Black Zarek was. Um, yeah, I and I think I think about forty dollars more than Omega Supreme was. <laughs> yeah, I think thirty to actually, forty sounds right. Omega might have actually still come in the one forty nine. I'm not sure. That was in 2019. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I he remember, was right there at 150. I remember us being impressed at the time that Black Zarek had not seen any price increases. So <laughs> yeah, it was it was inevitable. Yeah. Now at at the uh, time of recording, the this is the day after it went up for pre order. It is still available for pre order, and it is very very tempting to to get more. Like oh, I, yeah. I I've I've pre ordered but one so far, but oh yes. Oh, yes. As long as it remains available, I will eventually get a second one. See, I'm sure Matt and I are in the same boat. Like, we got one right away because you never know. You never know if Hasbro cut back and said, well, Black Zarek didn't sell as, as many as we thought it would. So we're going to cut. And I'm pretty sure these aren't produced in as great a number as your regular release Titan classes. Yeah. yeah Black so, Zarek probably wasn't either, honestly. Yeah. We may see this on clearance which is probably when matt and i are going to pick up another one or, or when i will pick sale. up my first that, one that's the plan <laughs> but yeah, so, that, so where i'm at on this is black zarek has been on amazon for like the last year and most of that time it's been under 150 i haven't bought it because i don't know anywhere to put it but like if the guardian robot ends up there it does the same thing price wise like that's when i will get on it when it's you know 50 or more under the current SRP. Um, I'm going to hold off for now because, like, I don't have room to put it in the first place, but, like, I'm certainly not going to try to cram it in at the full 200. I'll make an effort oh, when it goes I, on discount. But I, ran, I ran out of room to store them three Titans ago. <laughs> I've got... I Okay, so I have... Predaking is staying in his box because I'm, I'm not too big on that Predaking design. Um, Fortress Maximus is standing in a corner basically he knows uh, what he did yep uh scorpionock is also standing around Trypticon is uh sitting in a box because he's a little bit more seatable in a box than either of them um omega supreme had to stay in uh, his box and go under my bed because i was out of places to just stand these things <laughs> i'm out of space under my bed I mean, maybe if I maybe if I bought an Omega Sentinel and stuffed it under there, the cat would stop getting under there. But that's ah, that's, yeah, yeah. But hey, Rob, know, 
I have had Black Zarek sitting behind my behind my chair. I can put my hand on the box as I speak. I am doing so. And I have not figured out where the hell to put it in a year. My Black I, Zarek, know. my Black Zarek and Ark are both standing on the floor right beside my chair right now. Yeah, and and have know, been I, for months. Yeah, and you know, as is as is the way, I I have wound up stacking other boxes on top of the box. So just it's kind of you know, it's it's just part it's part of the you know ruins of an ancient civilization that are my desk now, <laughs> and I'm probably never going to take it out of its damn box again because of that. you got to do what I'm doing. I'm just stacking Omega Supremes over here. Just just stack them on top of each other. <laughs> you'll be, yeah, that's how you can store your Omega Sentinels yeah. too, just on the other yeah. side of them. Yep, yep. Rob, I, I have I have a two word solution for you. Uh huh. Bed risers. No, because yeah, bed taller. Yeah, no, my 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 knees are bad enough. I don't need to. Ha- I don't need to have to jump down from bed. <laughs> I was going to say then he might break a hip when he's getting out of bed. You don't okay, want that. So, it's not outside the realm of possibilities. So you get the <laughs> you get the bed risers and lift the bed up, and then you get one of those uh, stepladder things they have for dachshunds, so they don't hurt themselves getting up on the furniture. And you just use one of those to get in and out. There I tried go. that and I broke it. Okay, yeah, don't get the okay. don't get the one literally for the dogs die cast. You get, you know, like actually a step ladder. Yeah, a, a I was, little, little like heavy duty step stool would probably yeah, work for yeah, me. Exactly. But if I if I had space for a little heavy duty step stool, I'd have place to store another Titan. Well, I mean, yes and no. Like you could put the Titan there, but then you have to use the Titan as a step stool, and I think that would just be bad for everybody. Yeah. What were we talking about? Omega Titan. Oh, right. Guardian. Yeah. Now here's the thing, and I, and everyone's going to ask us. When are we going to get Omega Supreme? Because as Never? much as I want, as much as I want a Guardian robot, and I'm I may be like y'all, keep my eyes on it if it goes clearance. Because in my head, downstairs, whenever I get my man cave set up downstairs after I move it out of this room, my brain says you need one Omega and two Guardian robots for the display. The two Guardian robots are pointed off to each side behind Omega. That's the way my 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 brain is like. That's the way it needs to be displayed. I ain't getting to right now, but you know, yeah, I, but I want Omega Supreme, but that would have to be that have happy through selects and it would be so niche. That would have to be like a, uh, maybe like a HasLab. No. So I think if an Omega Supreme was to happen in any kind of context, it would be through super seven. Yeah. And I would, but if they did, if they did it, do they have a reaction Omega Supreme? Oh, not yet. Uh, the only two big size figures they've done is Devastator and Unicron. That's the biggest ones I think they've done so far. Okay, if they do, if they do a reaction Omega Supreme and Omega Supreme colors, I'll get that. Like, you know, it, I'm not a big reaction person, if I, as I've said. So if they if they want to sell me more stuff, they need to, you know, follow make in the footsteps weird, yeah. of that Unicron. Yeah, and make it weird. Just give me the weirdest stuff you can think of. And just to go back, did Don, did you slip up? Did you say people are going to ask us, meaning you, because you work for Hasbro? Ah. What are you talking about? You You said people are going to ask us when we're going to get an Omega Supreme. No, no, no. People are going to ask when. I didn't say us. You said us. You said us. That was a slip. Really? Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, So, like... So there's the Guardian robots, which are blue and white, but wasn't in one episode, wasn't there also Dark Guardians, which were like purple? Oh, uh, well, that model? they. <sighs> that was probably just the ACOM animation. 
<laughs> yeah, I actually, I think, I think Matt is right. I think that was an animation error. Because the only time they were legitimately made that is, I think, in one of the Shattered Glass comics, SpongeBob did, where they were the the purple and blacks and stuff. I think. Yeah, I think the the Dark Guardians were actually supposed to just be like the Guardian robots before they were reprogrammed. I think they were still supposed to be blue and white. I'll have to look into that because I thought they called them Dark Guardians in the episode dialogue. They did. And here's the, they did. Yeah, the, here's, the, they worked for the Quintessons. Yeah. And, it, and there's another color we could, they could do. They could do the original Dark. Well, not, it wasn't Dark Clone, but it was the Dark Clone era color version as well. The, the yeah. pre Transformers colors. Yeah. I think the company was called Toy Box, uh, the same ones that did Skylinks. Yeah. Yeah. Which, right. um, via Tomy, Takara ended up in possession of those assets. So, like, they're wouldn't even be like weird legal issues with that they could totally do that if they wanted to although considering they never did um the original the reissue omega supreme or skylinks in the pre-transformers colors i kind of doubt we'll see that in you know a 200 dollars titan i I think a titan repainted one time is pretty much going to be the limit yeah Yeah, i mean i also kind of hope so yeah, but also they didn't have a die clone reboot line going on at the time either. Well, not not and, that I would not buy an Omega Scream. Granted, mm. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying in those in those pre Transformer colors, it could kind of tie into their die clone line. I, I think I think it would tie in pretty well. No, no, no. A, if they wanted to do uh, an Omega Supreme reference in die clone reboot, they would just make. A completely new toy that would cost eight hundred and fifty dollars. I'm not even exaggerating there. That's what the equivalent of that would cost in uh, design for and up to the quality of Diaclone reboot. It would be expensive as hell. Uh, I think Don's referring to like the the selects versions of the Diaclone paint jobs we get on Transformers toys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Don, Diaclone reboot's a very specific thing, so like you can understand why that'd be confusing to refer yeah. to the sorry, Diaclone sorry. stuff in that way. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying if if they if they went through selects and colored it as the pre Transformers colors, and then in Japan, Takara could market it as part of their maybe if it's part of their Diaclone reboot line, since it's all that same era. No, I guess it's shaking his head, and I kind of agree. Okay. No, I mean, um, I would be interested to see the Diaclone colors mapped onto this mold. I wouldn't want them to actually produce and try to sell it because that would be a disaster and that that would be bad. We shouldn't let that happen. I mean, two things. Uh, Lunar Tread is great. He, he's got that little pop of orange, man. It's just, yeah. it's so nice. I am ag- actually really surprised that the Minicon is coming with it. I oh, thought that I mean, would have been know, dropped. That, no, that's where the, the like $50 price bump comes yeah keeping, yeah uh, yeah, yeah okay, that sounds about right yeah and then my question is the next titan that should be in line for the select treatment would be the arc that we heard they were going to do a a dark arc but we would they well, we do really, that we didn't really hear they were going to there's concept art from it from the pack-in cards from kingdom yes but like that's kind of the only that's the extent to which that exists in any meaningful sense but it would make sense that you know if they're gonna do a black zarek and then a you know a which is a repaint of scorpionock and then a repaint of omega supreme that well, the next these, repaint these are should both be. those are both pre-existing things that they could yeah. repaint they didn't make them up 
Yeah. And, you know, Black Zarek is something they did because there is collector interest in that because getting a vintage one is not only ridiculously expensive, it's also, um, <laughs> I keep wanting to just call it a Pyrrhic victory because even if you do obtain one, it's just going to die in its box anyway, whether you look at it or not. Um, and, it's Schrodinger's and, collectible. Yeah. And the Guardian robot is because eHobby did this years ago. And Hasbro right. said they look at the aftermarket prices, and that thing is stupid expensive on and, the aftermarket. Well, so and th- even before that, um, in Energon slash Superlink, there was the Omega Sentinel from that Omega Supreme. So like, there's precedent on multiple levels here for that. For, for the so, name, the the color yeah. scheme wasn't quite there. No. Speaking so what which, would to you? Be honest, I I feel like the color scheme here does not quite map to this body type as well. As it, it needs more did blue. The it does. I mean, I, I like the, 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 I w I was looking at this while, uh, while we were talking and the, honestly, the big issue is that the, the color layout is mostly correct for the, how the guardian robots were colored in the original, uh, a cartoon, but the shape is just different enough that it does not look as go- uh, good to me here, which, you know, yeah, they were, they were pretty the round. Thing. They were pretty round in the G1 yeah, cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Cause Omega Supreme was apparently character modeled for the cartoon early enough on that Floro Derry did not really have his hand on it that much, but Floro Derry apparently did the updated models that were used for the guardian robots when they appeared. And, you know, ah. they, they look like uh 300 foot tall Sharktacons basically. Like you can see the dairy in them versus what Omega Supreme <laughs> looked like. And yeah, Rob's absolutely right. The body shape is not really correct for this based on the cartoon the, and they're, they're stay puffed omega sentinels yeah 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 i think i'm just gonna buy some stay puffed marshmallow men instead of omega sentinels and, and i think that'll work for me probably cheaper much yeah <laughs> so what do you think next year's selects titan would be if we're gonna get one every year just assuming um i i was also thinking about the arc issue uh while i was you know looking stuff up um, I'm going to say the arc recolored slightly as one of these, uh, as a studio series figure of one of the transformers, the movie shuttles, um, hmm. wouldn't be yep. an exact match, of course, but I think you could do it. I yeah, certainly direction. I don't know. I kind of think that, uh, uh, the Titan molds are going to be kind of just whenever they have a repaint that'll work. Like it's not going to be a one every year thing. That's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're not they're I think they're gonna wanna look really hard at how the Guardian robot does this year before they even decide if they're gonna try to get something going for next year. Yeah, like if they ever break down and do a G one Metroplex again, I could see a Metro Titan. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. But, if yeah, a new mold going forward from now, I think they would be looking at that uh completely in terms of okay, can we design in some extra parts we can swap those in for a selects reuse later on so it's not just a straight recolor that Um, wouldn't even take extra parts that's just a straight up color palette swap no but i could see them like doing like an alternate face sculpt or something just to set apart from metroplex a little bit more change up the weapons a little bit like you know do stuff that won't make it inaccurate to original metro titan but just so it's a little bit more individually distinctive from metroplex Um, yeah even in that instance though i don't think they'll get to that in a couple years because we just had a metroplex yeah no i agree with that just you know going rolling with your example 
Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, so like if they would be determined to use the art next year rather than the evil one, I would more think they might try to make it be uh, Marvel Comics colored, even though the shape is pretty wrong for the spaceship. Yeah, and like, I, I lean don't... more into the last Autobot aspect of the robot appearance. Yeah, I really don't see them going the route of a dark version of the arc if the nemesis is what is coming up next. That right. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, too. Hey, guys, I had an idea. It's it's one of my patented kind of crazy ideas, but I would like to give it thought. Strap in, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink, everybody, in advance. Okay. Omega Sentinel recolored as Omega Spring. Didn't we make, just, didn't we talk make about this like it, 10 minutes ago? Yeah. yeah, but make it a crossover with G.I. Joe. Omega Supreme is Tiger Force Omega Supreme with a Tiger Force G.I. Joe and release it as a set. The G.I. Joe is manning the t- the rocket center. Isn't Omega Supreme like largely pink? That doesn't really jive well, with I'm, Tiger Force. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it, it could work as tiger. I think it could work. There's not a lot of Tiger Force on the Tiger Force GI Joes right now. They need I, more Tiger I, I Force. I think Omega Supreme would fit in more like the the early '90s when they were doing like the toxic stuff. Yeah, I was thinking about. I think wasn't it Eco Force was one? Yeah, of yeah. Eco Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that, that would, would be great yeah. for Omega Supreme. Yeah, that would. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm just thinking. You know, if they wanted to cross it over with GI Joe, there's some there's some work there that could work. That was redundant, but you know what I mean. I still think the only way we're going to see Omega Spring is through Super 7 Ultimates. Yeah, <laughs> I like, kind of agree. It's, it's perfect for that, because like, the thing is, even though Omega Spring obviously is based on the idea of Omega Supreme, that toy does not really look like Omega no, Supreme. He, no, he pretty much transforms into a windmill. No, that was there's another one called Windmill. Um, so, uh, Omega Supreme turns into like a lump of a tank. And plus, I just don't think they would be able to do another repaint of this figure for at least two years. I don't think they would do another repaint of this figure at all. No, I, I think I, yeah. I think we're lucky to get one repaint out of a Titan. Like I yes, said yes, exactly. Yeah. We are lucky to get one repaint out of a Titan at all, whether it's you know the following year or three years later, as is the case with this. Like, look, we never got a yellow or an orange Devastator. I'm still angry we did about get an, that. Thank you. Yeah, we did get an SDCC Devastator, though, which probably made up for that. But, well, I mean, you say made up for that, but I think it, well, it took up the it slot. Worse. Yeah, it yeah. took yeah. up the slot. It didn't make up for it. Nothing will yeah. ever make up for not getting an orange Devastator. Yeah. I mean, okay, and that's another point, too. Like the original Metroplex that they did, the, the Fall of Cybertron one, you know, that had its SDCC version, which probably like you say took up some of the extra mold yeah. used to get the recoup of the cost back yeah. unfortunately fortress maximus as well also had one yes um it, if they redid devastator in the orange or the yellow i prefer orange of course but as all good that, that's that. from 2015 <laughs> they're not going to redo that devastator at this point i mean they did reissue devastator like two years ago so, like, at that point, it was viable to but do But they're not going to do it now, because remember, my prediction is De- Devastator is the next HasLab. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, if, if, they're, if, they're needing, if they're wanting to something for a Titan price point to keep the interest in the line, they could still do that, I think, and still come under close to or under what Omega Sentinel is costing. I, because think, I think if they tried to run that Devastator again, they would hit every bit of the $200 price point with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a bigger thing. 
Um, because remember that was one of the things uh we were worried about when Omega Supreme was originally coming out was whether it would be um you know a match in size for Devastator. It was, but Devastator has a lot more parts count and complexity than Omega mm. Supreme does. And Omega what, Supreme is a much better toy, though. Yes, but it's not what we're arguing right now. <laughs> what devastator lacks in just linear height like it makes up for and that there's a lot more stuff going on with a lot more material going into it uh in the space that it occupies like it's not going to be any cheaper than omega and probably it would it might even have to cost more at this point yeah especially if they ended up and they probably wouldn't i don't think the reissue did but if they ended up using the takara modifications to the mold to uh have more articulation in the individual weapons like that would push it even farther yeah. Um, plus, like, to Matt's uh, prediction of Devastator being the next HasLab, like, we do kind of need a new Devastator. That one's okay for what it is, but, like, it's I think... Eight, it's eight years old. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's been enough practice with different kind of combiner technology that they could give us something a little bit better, a little bit more dialed in, and probably have a little bit better individual robots out of the process, too. Especially if you don't have to hit a retail price point. Yeah, I mean, a HasLab Devastator that hits around the size of, like, Legacy Menasaur when it's all put together, you know, oh. they can make something really nice out of that at a HasLab budget of, you know, 200 to 250 probably. Yeah. All right, well, I think we've probably gone around the gone around the bend on that enough. Um, so, also for Transformers Tuesday, uh, we got the pre-orders uh, finally for Origins Jazz, uh, which was teased on the conference call uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we got some extra stock photos with this, too, so we got some more angles on the toy. It still looks nice. I'm still going to wait for it to go on clearance at Target, I think. Did it, did it go for pre-order? Yeah, on Pulse. Yeah, pre-sold it, out. It's, it's pre-sold out, yeah. And it I was never, available it, on Target I, also. I never, even, I never even saw it. I never even saw but, it. Uh, this is probably going to come solid-packed in a case. Yeah, You'll mm-hmm. probably have more than enough chance to get it. Don, have you remember... Been- any buzzworthy is, toys that have been difficult to get at this point? Uh, um, Cliff Jumper. Uh, for no, uh, for a while, that that uh, Creatures Collide four pack was tough to get. Yeah, until it went on clearance. Um, no, I mean, it was, and that was the same way with the uh, Rainmakers three pack and the uh, four pack from the year uh, from what was it last? No, year before last. Um, with the you know toy black racking and everything like. Yeah, those large packs can be a little difficult to get at first, but they hit saturation before very long, and then they're just kind of around for a while. Um, Cliff Jumper was a little hard to get; it seemed to be short pack, uh, but they did end up reshipping that in a later case, so there was more opportunity for it. Um, so, like, I think Cliff Jumper probably is the most difficult to get, but ultimately, even that still kind of ended up being available. You just you had to keep up with it a little bit, but not not too badly. It's kind of weird to think that that Buzzworthy is probably the most accessible Transformers line right now. If, if you, you have, have a target, target. You. if you have a target, yes, you know, if you have a target, you can probably find any of this stuff. But yes. anyway, Don, do you remember the Origins Bumblebee's clearancing out for like seven to twelve dollars? My target got in two shipments. They hung around for a while. When the last one sold, I never saw any on clearance. Okay, but you did see them on the shelves at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you will. See and they hung around shelves. for a while. Yeah, yeah. You won't have a problem getting jazz. It's going to be again solid packed in a case. 
is like these, exclu- you know, this is not an assortment exclusive. It's a, you know, single ship exclusive. Um, Towline apparently is going to be the same way from what we've heard. So that's also, and that's way more bound to go on clearance than jazz. Oh, is. yeah. <laughs> it makes me a little sad inside that that's so like immediately obviously true, but it really is. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't worry about having missed out on the Pulse pre-orders for this, Don, and I think Diecast put in our internal chat here a uh, link to uh, Jazz on Target also. Yeah, so you can still pre-order it on Target. I mean, for whatever that's worth, Target's about as bad with uh, yeah. fulfilling pre-orders as Walmart is. <laughs> well, take a shot. Yeah. No, the, the, the overarching point here, though, is I don't think Don's going to have a problem getting this probably in person. I agree. Uh, when this actually ships out to the stores in you know, three or four months or whenever. Yeah. I didn't actually look on the Pulse page. Why are they saying this is going to be uh, in stock? That's a good question. Uh, April 10th. I think it's the, oh, same, the same day as... as yeah, same as the Guardian, Guardian robot. Okay. Yeah, I think so. That's interesting. Speaking of things going on clearance, um, the, <laughs> the third Transformers Tuesday thing apparently was, um, you know those Street Fighter crossover Transformers that you can find at some targets now for as low as like $18 a two-pack? Yeah. Uh, Entertainment Earth has a fresh listing of them in it, like, uh, you know, the full 84 to like 120 again. Yeah, I picked them both up at clearance. The uh, two pack was 24, 23 or something like that. And then the, the, of the deluxes. Yeah. And then the, the Voyagers were 33, 35. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah, a good that's price. I'd, I'd buy those stupid things for that price. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an I wouldn't price for those. <laughs> and they are headmaster molds, so yeah, yeah. kind of can't mean, go wrong. It's it's crazy to me that these are even still around, like in fresh circulation. Considering Matt, I remember when yeah. we were at JoeCon in 2018, I think. Yeah, that you know those were not even new then. They'd been around for months at that point. We saw them in the dealer room there. Yeah, I was going to say. How long ago was the first run of these toys solicited? I mean, um, I'm pretty like sure five and Titan- a half years ago. Yeah, so I'd say I'm pretty sure Titan's return was current when that happened. More or less. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who would have thought these are the exclusives that wouldn't die? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I would have thought they would have made way less of them than they did. Well, I suspect they did the first time, and then someone had the wonderful idea to make them again. And they made a lot more of them. <laughs> I uh, like part of me wonders if what Entertainment Earth has now at full price is not like, you know, Target made Hasbro buy part of their quantity back and Hasbro resold them like to Entertainment Earth. Well, TF Source also put them up, so that doesn't prove anything. Yeah, that does. <laughs> I, I thought they just bought stock from Target, basically. Yeah, I mean, TF Stories probably, you know, went around and bought a bunch of them from the clearance aisles and then listed themselves at full price. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, Yeah, just like it's crazy that five years later, these things are still like just around and even more expensive than when they started. Uh, Yeah, I can't. I can't. (laughs) I can't can't explain it. (laughs) Uh, Of of all the things. Yeah, just it makes it makes no sense at all. But I guess. That, I guess. RC, that RC Chun Li mold is from the Thrilling Thirty. Yeah, line. that is a, that is a ten yeah. year old mold now. That is ten years old. <laughs> Are these our new Evergreen Transformers? Well, see, I was just funny. thinking. I was just thinking, like Street Fighter crossover is kind of a perennial concept. 
and crossovers in general seem to be doing well right now. Uh, so unless unless Target's trying to sell them, apparently. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, the big problem with these is just that they're overpriced at their XRP. Yeah. Because uh, they're like three times the cost of the toys individually. Um, but no, I mean, like in that sense, it sort of it it almost seems reasonable to like keep pumping these out every couple of years. Like, just get a fresh batch of these because, like. Yeah, Street Fighter is always fresh in people's minds. And or they could, you know, repaint new toys at some point. You know, that'd be fine, too. There's a well, bunch more Street Fighter characters they could do. Yeah, don't give them ideas. Don't give them ideas. Do you want another, like, ten years of the next round of Street Fighter crossovers? Well, it, it's, either that, it's either that or these two packs for ten more years. No, <laughs> no. These molds will wear out eventually. You know, I I I always wanted that uh, first edition uh, prime bulkhead mold. So you know, that's that's our E Honda. E Honda, yes. <laughs> okay, but as a counterpoint, that you could just buy Cloud Brawn. That is true, and that's way more hilarious. Also true. <laughs> it was a pity when that got canceled for GDO, but it was a delight when they just dumped it into Transformers Cloud instead. Yes, you could dig out the uh, animated Shockwave mold for Dalsim. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, can you imagine them trying to sell those animated molds now? Like what they would have to cost? <sighs> man, yeah. Like that ratchet was the size of two deluxes today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I love animated. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, speaking of animated things, but not Transformers animated, uh, we have stock photos of Earthspark Deluxe Optimus Prime, which I kind of didn't even realize we had had like an official look at yet. Uh. Or that it wasn't out, or yeah, it wasn't out. I, I know it was second wave. I think we saw it, but maybe not like these particular press photos, stock photos. One credit I will give this: it does not have a fake uh, chest window. That's yeah. the actual truck windows on the chest. That's on good. the other hand, it makes the truck windows look really weird because of the shape they want the robot to be. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is a weird looking truck, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's kind of a weird looking up with Prime in general. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's he's accurate to the show in robot. Yeah, that's mode. a weird looking Optimus Prime in general. Yeah, we're I lucky that's got the face plate up. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Like if if there's an alternate version without the face plate, I would not mind it. Just again for the weird, but yeah, this uh, this is just kind of weird overall. Seen worse yeah. primes though. Yeah, I mean, like build wise, it looks pretty on par with the deluxe size Prime Optimus Prime from you know, uh, 12 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Although, again, that's a 12-year-old toy, so you would think we'd be doing better by now, but what do I know? Uh, speaking of Optimus Prime-related things, uh, we have some additional pictures of illicitly obtained Commander-class Armada Optimus Primes from Legacy Evolution. Uh, we're talking about this again because this set of pictures actually demonstrates that it's designed to interface with Armada Overload. This is amazing. Yeah, so if you still got one of those uh, rattling around somewhere, you can totally just plug it into your legacy Armada Optimus and be on your way with... Uh, I don't even think this actually had an official upgrade name in the English dub. I don't think it did. The problem is I have to find out where my Overlord is because... Overload. Overload. Overload, I'm sorry, because yeah. I, I, I know I have him. I have no idea where he is. Well, I, never, I, could, I never bought that one. You could I always a, use I see him. Ultra Magnus. Oh. Well, problem I, averted. I have every I color him. of it except the default. I have Energon Ultra Mag. I have Energon Ultra Magnus, and I have the uh, 
Costco version, which is a nice, you know, golden yellow. So, yeah. which I probably won't look bad with this, but it's not going to look quite as intended. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like, I'm not taking this as, you know, confirmation that there will be an, a new overload in Legacy anywhere, but the fact that it has the, the trailer hitch for it is probably, you know, future proofing it in case they want to do it. Yeah, to be honest, I think the fact that this seems to fit relatively well is probably confirmation there will not be a new overload, but that's just me. I think I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. They're, they've put this adapter in with the justification that, yeah, if somebody still has that toy, they can plug it in and use this, and it doesn't really you know affect anything on the toy right now. Mm-hmm. And then if they you know find the right spot to fit it in a line and they want to do an updated overload... Which I could see because, like, I could see on the same basis as redoing Armada Optimus Prime with posability. Um, Armada Overload was a really cool looking toy. It had solid integration with Armada Optimus, but that toy was a G1 Tastic brick in yes. all respects. And I guarantee they would love if the, the chance arose to make a new one because not everyone is going to have a 21 year old toy sitting around to combine and with Armada, their brand new Armada Prime. Armada yeah. Overload is not cheap on the secondary market. Nope. No version of it. No. I had to grab yeah. it. Yeah. Diecast got his off his shelves and he spotted it over there. Nice. I'm so happy. Also, this does, uh, oh, this. Uh, overload being connected to uh, Armada pr- uh, Prime does solve the problem of no place to put minicons. Because <laughs> yeah, he has certainly. places to put minicons. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's another advantage because like uh, if they do a new overload, it sure isn't gonna have minicon ports at this rate. Probably and if they not. do a new new overload, we'll need a new jet fire too. Somebody yeah. was saying that the problem with that is that the uh, trailer pants on the legacy one form part of the back for the super robot. Um it has something. been so long since I've combined that thing. I can't remember. I know. Uh, I was just looking at it. I was like, I don't even know how to transform this thing. Okay. So Overload has a cool thing in its transformation where you line up the arms and legs and yes. there's, there's tracks on there. So you yeah. slide the lower legs onto the arm. So like it's parts forming, but not parts forming because it never has to leave the body of the toy. Um, it's a very similar thing was done later in third party with fans project code, mm-hmm. uh, the Chrome Dome alike, where the hood of the car slid along a track that lined up across two pieces of the body to go from the front of the car onto the chest. Hmm. Um, like, oh, you're part- right. That is weird. <laughs> Diecast catching up to where everybody else was like 23 years ago. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And, and, and- it's overload is probably the last of the great G one bricks and um Energon um oh yeah paper, maybe well that is a that is a G one style brick but I'd say that overload is the last of the great ones oh okay wing wing saber <laughs> I, I is not so hot <laughs> it's it's okay it's there it just does not do as much for me as overload does it's you know it it's gimmick is it can become two different sets of pants for uh for Energon Prime it's not it, it's as a toy unto itself, it does not have as much going forward as Overload does because mm-hmm. I feel like Overload is still pretty nice uh, all by itself. Yeah, I mean, if if you're good with, you know, G1 bricky toys, like, Overload's really good at what it does. Yeah. Um. So the Jetfire thing, the problem with the Jetfire update is that it would have to provide material to form part of the back of the super robot, and that might push it into territory of needing to be you know, too much toy for 
a comfortable price point. Like you might not be able to do it at a leader price point. Like they'd ha- probably have to. He'd have to be a commander, probably. At, yeah, and at that point, like if they really want to, they can find a way. They will life, find a way. Life finds a way. If well, they're happy about, about this, they, well, I mean, obviously, the big electronic gun thing on Jetfire would be left out. Thank goodness. Yeah, that's oh, my drum making. That thing. Oh, that set my drum making noises at me at random for years. I should. I mean, okay, so I guess mine, mine still does. <laughs> I guess part of that is just like being there in the moment, because like as far as I can remember, that was the first regular official production toy that had like the iconic G one blaster noise. That it could oh, make. Oh yeah. Um, and then like the countdown thing, even though the audio sample was hot garbage because it had to fit on a little eight kilobyte chip or whatever, mm-hmm. like it was still really cool that you could sit the shuttle up and it would push the little switch and do the countdown and blast off noise. Like that was just like really, really fun. Um and I again, play with that toy now. I need to go yeah, take that out. Right, right. <laughs> you just you talk about it a little bit, remember just like how it felt to have that originally and you just want to get it back out and mess with it some more. Jet Armada Jetfire was a really cool toy. Uh, it's, it's, it's the, actually Go ahead, Don. Sorry. Armada Jetfire is actually my favorite Armada toy. But we had mentioned earlier, y'all had mentioned earlier, Chris, how Hasbro watches kind of like the aftermarket with I this. Think that was Matt, uh, but okay. Okay, I'm sorry, man. I, I, that was, I was trying to give credit. How said it. dare you? Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, but I'm Matt, old. I get confused easily. But Matt, but, we, we've identified as each other's evil twin before, so like I think this is kind of justified. Yeah, but 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 which one of you is Lazarus? Which one of you is Lazarus? But um, the thing is, if they're watching the aftermarket and they see that the Overlord is a the vintage overlord is something that's trendy. Load, overload. overload. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Vintage guys, overlord is something kind of different, and I hope that's, that's also, also expensive. Yeah. I hope that's yes. also something that they uh, take a look at in the future. But we're not talking about yeah. that right now. As lab, <laughs> right? As lab. Yeah, but but vintage overload. Again, if you're if you're saying Matt that they're watching this aftermarket stuff, maybe they that's say why they, they watch the aftermarket stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, but you see where I'm going with this. That if they're if they see there's a demand for the original because of this new one, that may be the reason they built that in. Like you were saying, in case they want to, there's their proof of viability. People are snatching up the old ones to make it work. We have a market for this figure now. What would be really fantastic is if they did do a new overload and they designed it in such a way where the new one could also fit on the old Armada Optimus Prime toy. Oh, that'd be great. Like, just the ultimate back-and-forth cross-compatibility. Like, that would be amazing. It probably wouldn't happen, but that would be amazing. Okay, we talked about that for way longer than I thought we would. We're going to have a, like, totally normal-length show, if not a little bit long this week somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our, our last topic, uh, Diecast suggested this. So I'm going to let him roll with this one. Uh, this is the New Age 853 Michael... Which is the, it says limited edition. I don't know if it's actually limited. Uh, well, I mean, you know, everything's limited. It's just better, you know, is it limited to a thousand pieces or 10,000 pieces or a hundred thousand pieces? Yeah. There's always uh, a finite number. So this is a legend scale Omega Supreme for wow. $340. I thought those legs looked a little bit simple for, uh, for what I was looking at. That, that explains everything except for the price. Yeah, and and 
uh, Big Bad Toy Store even has a $34 non-refundable down payment on this because it's so expensive. Now, in retrospect, DX9, which is the, uh, I guess you could say the masterpiece-sized Omega Supreme, is only $219 or $220. So you can get a liter size or you know uh, a masterpiece sized omega supreme for $220 or for $340 $120 extra you can get a legend sized so which one is that one which one is that you're holding up on camera that nobody can see because this isn't a video episode it's the panu uh toys one it just oh, right. came you, out yeah you just got that a couple weeks ago didn't you yeah and this one yeah. was basically only like I think U.S. retail on this is like $85. And it seems to be about the scale they're talking about uh, on the BBTS page for this other one, which is about yes. 11 inches I, tall. I would say that's somewhere in between a leader and a commander. Um, 11 inches tall is basically commander height at this yeah. point. I mean, New Age does some phenomenal stuff, and I've they got better. a few of their pieces. Yeah, but I'm just saying this is so... I mean, because they announced that using a, a a recreation of the G1 Omega commercial, complete with the audio from that commercial, and they just put their figure in as you know they use their figures as a live action uh, you know recreation of it. It's a very impressive piece, but this is way outside anything I've ever seen them even try. I mean, I think this is their most expensive piece that I can think of. Just- I should hope so. Yeah. What, just, okay. So, like, what do New Age's prices run on their stuff that's not this size? Like, well, compared that, to other people doing legend size stuff. That's the trouble. Because if you go to a place like Show's E Store, they're fifty to eighty dollars in general, for, depending on the figure. And if you know, you might get a Bumblebee and a Cliff Jumper in the smaller size for say sixty or sixty five. Or you might get one of their jets for like seventy five to ninety. It it's varies through that. But you go to other places. I won't, I won't mention places in the U.S. But they're like one hundred fourteen dollars for the jets. Uh, so I don't really understand the pricing on New Age. Maybe Diecast has some information. I don't. I mean, it but, sounds to me kind of like New Age probably is just having higher production costs in general than other companies. Um, it's just you know, I, part of that is the materials, which it fairly immutable but like another part of it is just like what the factory charges for their time and that comes down to lots of negotiations and having ins and contacts and if new age doesn't have quite the same network that uh someone like uh iron factory for example would you know the prices are going to be higher by consequence so like that might be some of what we're looking at here this also says it uh has diecast metal is that a common thing for new age or is that like specific to this piece <sighs> probably specific to that piece yeah to add some weight yeah, so they may, uh, for stability they, yeah they may have had if they don't usually do diecast metal they may not have previously dealt with a factory that could do that so yeah that's another possibility too yeah so they this may this may have wound up costing them more than they thought because they wound up, you know, having to, you know, come up with an entirely new supply line for those parts. Like, you know, like the, uh, Rob's logic here is kind of putting me in mind of Fan's project with their dinosaur pretender shells. I was, except, I was thinking the exact same thing. Except in this case, they've got the same problem Hasbro does, where they're probably far enough along in the tooling, uh, otherwise that like so much cost was sunk into it, they couldn't just say, 
yeah, you know what? We're not going to do this anymore because it probably would have ruined, like, ruined them. They didn't realize financially. They didn't realize it was a really bad idea until way too late. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the much more concise way of saying what I was just trying to say. (laughs) It's just, but you know, New Age is one of those companies where it's it's very weird across the board on what you're seeing. I mean, generally, yeah, if you buy from say like Show Z, it's going to be cheaper. You just have to wait a little bit longer for it to ship versus getting it from somewhere in the U.S. But the prices lately have gone just – it's like the uh, the jet fire that Diecast and I picked up recently. I got my original – the original one of those for about $90 from Show Z, and I got the recolor the, that was in the pearlescent white for about 110 In the U.S., they're going 150 to 170 mm-hmm. which is – such a drastic jump from what it used to be. So the prices are all over the board. I, I just, I don't know what to tell people if they're going to buy this. Just, I, I don't know. what I, I just don't know what to say. Cause this is, this is totally throwing me for a loop. I was tempted to get it. I was but, too. I, but not, I mean, that's, you could buy two Omega Sentinels almost, almost yeah. for that price. I, I want to suspect too, the limited edition status that this has marked on it probably is coming down to that. Okay. If they did a normal size production run of this, the cost per unit might be like 10 or $15 cheaper, but it would still be really expensive or they could do a, you know, abbreviated production run just enough to make their money back on their investment and a little bit of profit to satisfy, you know, whoever their investors might be. And then just be done with it, and that only drives the price up a little bit more. Like I think the limited edition thing is just like cutting their losses as close as they can, but they still have to do something with this. Diecast has a serious look on his face, and he's typing something. He's uh, he's in investigative journalism mode over there. Yeah, trying to trying to see. I mean, I know this price is consistent through the U.S. stores. Um, oh, I what is it overseas? Yeah. Right, I was looking at the show's East page because I was checking my pre-orders while I was there. Um, it's a two-dollar deposit, and they, and they double that, but there's no final price listed, so it's kind of at least there. It's up in the air. Hmm. Yeah, price unknown still. Full price that's, unknown on that's worrying. Show's E. That's so, like a, it probably well, uh, won't be as much as we're seeing from the you know local stories here, but like that's well, you know, like worrying. Said, yeah, I mean, well, a lot of the places overseas, they they will not list the price, and then you can cancel. Like, if you put the dollar deposit down in most cases and you, and you cancel it, you'll get it back as points at their site, just using them as an example. But if I was able to get the original Fien- uh, Firefox, which was, was their Jetfire, for 90 and it was 150 in the U.S., and that was a big – that was probably the size of maybe a Voyager for us give or take uh there could be some significant savings from getting it overseas but it's still a crapshoot on what the final call even if it's 279 versus three whatever it is in the showing right now yeah you're saving 60 bucks but that's still really expensive yeah yeah for a legends class omega yeah so it's just it doesn't make sense it's weird it is weird and very expensive and wow okay yeah um hey matt what'd you get this week Absolutely nothing. Next. I guess I, I guess I should check before I decide to call on you first. Haha. Haha. Don? I got a couple of small things. Um, I got a box in from eBay today. Uh, Matrix Workshop does, you know, third party upgrade kits. 
and one of the sellers I watched had a small sale. So I picked up some Target Masters for Blur and Hot Rod. Uh, I was going to get Cups, but Cups was it wound up being sold out after I bought it, and I got a refund for it. So I, I wanted to give Target Masters to the studio the 86 Studio Series versions, and I also picked up a new a Rodimus Prime Blaster to go with my with my DX9 carry. That's a lot better than the Target Master one that he comes with. So mm-hmm. now my DX9 carry has a much better looking gun than what he came with. Um, Amazon forgot to give me a refund for my hot shot in, um, um, you know, nose packaging that I sent back a month and a half ago. So I talked to them about that and they, and they refunded it as a Amazon credit instead of back to the way I paid. So I went ahead and picked up a uh, rise of the beast core class RC nice, and decided to get her. And they had, again, I'm sure you're picking the GI Joe, uh, classified, but they had the the three pack with the Cobra Viper officer and the Vipers. It was down. It would drop from eighty nine to seventy nine, and I had like a twenty six dollar credit from that uh, hot shot of Nino Nose error. So I got that set for about fifty. Hmm. So okay. I thought, you know, I don't know, three Joes that'll go good because I have a flying snake man and an air chariot coming soon. <laughs> so that will that'll make for a nice presentation again. When I get the downstairs done, those, and um, that that's it. Those Matrix Workshop Target Master, do they actually transform? Yes, they do. They do. Yeah. Uh, you are not pushing your mechanical switch, Don. Sorry. The um, <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I was doing both at the same time. The, the hot rod one, the firebolt does not quite off, so you can put him in Target Master mode, but the guns kind of point down. Uh, so I, I, I haven't found a way to fix that yet. Um, blurs is fine. They they even even send a sniper rifle, which I don't care anything about. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they do transform, which is the reason I picked them up. They're okay. just you know. But yeah, that's that's all I picked up because everything else is empty on the shelves. Diecast. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Body buckle up. I got a uh, Rocksteady and Bebop in their uh, Mighty Hog and Rhino Man costumes. <laughs> Which is part of the the NECA uh, holothon that's been going on. Uh, oh, did you look- did you find that on your fun- on your Funko Pop filled shelf? It was not full of Funko Pops. It was full of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's all what the people decide to pull out of the back first. I expect. Yeah, and then the other thing I got was oh, oh yeah, oh, wow. alternators. Oh. <laughs> did, did you get that from the sale? Yeah, I got it from the Big Bad Toy Store sale. But was, they said they said they weren't in package. They were supposed to be in baggies and stuff. I read that. Oh, really? Mine came in package. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, because so. I read that after it was posted, and it said figures are not in package. Figures are in bags or wrapped. Maybe huh. they had so many in package, and then once they sold through those, they changed it, the they listing. Got to the, yeah, the lower quality. Yeah, because I don't uh, remember seeing uh, that, to be honest. Yeah, because I would have bought one for the for display in that, because that's a gorgeous use of that mold. Oh, yeah. that The Ford GT is just an amazing uh, vehicle to begin with. And this is actually, you know, this line is what got me back into Transformers, because I, I collected the die-cast metal scaled cars, and these are 124 scaled cars. Um, if... You know, a lot of our younger listeners who never saw one of these, 
Um, these are actually scaled properly. Uh, the robot mode is a little, you know, on some of them is they're they're not the best because they were geared towards vehicle mode. Um, yeah, and almost none of them have enjoyable transformations. Yeah, but God, they look so good in packaging. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the best way to enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's all I got since we actually recorded on Sunday. It's only been like two days, three days since we recorded. Okay, but yeah. I cast like you could have gotten like a pallet full of stuff from China in that time. Like, there's no telling with you. That's true. That's true. But you know, Chinese you could have bought like three Corvettes style. between then and now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have been buying some Corvette accessories for to get oh. ready for the spring for car I like, shows. I like that little uh. pause he put in there. Just you know, for so for a moment we think he was buying a few Corvettes, but yeah, no accessories, yeah. Corvettes and Corvette accessories. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the webpage now, Diecast. If you post a picture of that, yeah, right now it just says it's only damaged uh, in stock and damaged is missing in the box. Everything is sealed in a plastic bag. Oh, so yeah, they so. and they're also back up to forty four ninety nine. Yeah. So which, sounds like which, Diecast got in at just the right time. Yeah. 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 That that was a good that was a good move. I would imagine from what I remember that alternators packaging style. So alternators came in two different kinds of packages. One was uh, the our first style was a more traditional, you know, just box with the window. The later ones came with like a three quarters bubble over it. The, and like the, a cardboard the, the, tray yeah. base. They called it the fishbowl packaging. I think was the, the, the name that was being floated around with that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, that's that's what diecast held up. It looks really good. Yeah, I don't. Well, I think um, Rodimus only came in that packaging style. Some of the earlier ones you could get in either form, depending tracks. on tracks. Tracks was in both. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there were some transitional toys, um, but I suspect probably on some of those that have been in the warehouse for a while, those fishbowl bubbles probably have separated off of there just with age. Um, you know, because it's not like a super robust packaging solution. No. Since a lot of that is just structural, thin, clear plastic. The only problem with these is it made them very hard to stack. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I believe the stores agreed with you on that point. I yeah. I, I remember picking those up off the floor uh, uh, repeatedly, and also just you know t- telling uh telling my dad a couple of times, Dad. You're not at work. You don't have to straighten the shelf, please. But <laughs> old habits die hard. Oh yes. Uh, speaking of which, Rob, did you get anything? I got one thing. Um, I actually got it last week and forgot because I finally unpacked it today. Hmm. Um, I got uh, the uh, the artist uh, Leiji Matsumoto passed away recently, and so I grabbed the second volume of his Queen Emeraldus while that's still in print. Ah. Off of Amazon, that that is, uh, you know, that uh, Matsumoto's the one who does just the excellent, excellent instrument panels. Also, you know, was behind a lot of like very popular things that kind of set the set the pace for anime in the seventies, like Star Blazers and Yamato, you know, slash Yamato, Captain Harlock, and like that. Wanted to get that. Um, also, just for slight Transformers tie-in, um, Bon Megami, who did the uh, Transformers manga was actually one of Matsumoto's assistants originally. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, but that is that is all I've gotten so far this week. It's funny you should mention, though, that it's something that you forgot about last week, because I also had something I forgot about when we last recorded, ah. which, you know, was only three days ago. But um, so one of our 
Discord friends, uh, tfradio.net slash Discord, since we haven't plugged them at all this episode. Um, come join the fun. It's great. Uh, so Ed, Eduardo Licious, was selling some stuff, uh, among which was a legacy Blitzwing at a very reasonable price, including shipping. So I decided, yeah, you know what? I'll go ahead and get that for pretty cheap. Um, I had not bought Blitzwing prior to this point because I, you know, looked at all the pictures and some of the coverage on it. It's just like, yeah, you know, I don't think I like what they're doing with this. Like, it this does not seem like it's a superior Blitzwing to, say, Titan's Return even mm-hmm. um so having this in hand and having messed with it a little bit transformed it a bit um i can i can securely say i was right um it's not uh, very good oh, swing. oh i disagree i am not a fan of that titan's return blitzwing at all i mean titan's return blitzwing isn't a great toy but like it feels better to me to do everything with than this does i even kind of like that mold as a megatron yeah which is, you know, weird unto itself. Um, no, I mean, so like the jet mode's weird because it's got all the underhang stuff on it that kind of pegs in, but kind of doesn't. Um, you can tell everything like wants to seat a certain way, but it's all kind of, it's just a little bit loose. It doesn't quite square up no matter what you do with it. The tank mode's a little bit better because uh, like if you can't get something to, compact solidly into a box on little wheels like I think you should probably just give up engineering toys for one thing but like it's got the stupid um, you know half jet cockpit sticking out the front that has no reason to be there other than it was in the animation model and that's a terrible reason to have something like that there because that was it, it's a mistake that it was there in the first place it was like a misinterpretation of how the original Blitzwing toy worked when they were doing character models um, you know the robot mode is kind of small the robot looks really satisfyingly like the cartoon, you know, put through a little bit of a detail filter. Like, you know, it's got that nice square boxy thing going on. It's got a good aesthetic. The robot mode feels kind of okay. The articulation's all right. I don't like what they do with the shoulders, where, like, the covering on the shoulders is basically stacked, and then there's just the little flaps on the front to raise up if you want to have the arms go forward. Like, there's just a lot of stuff this does that I don't like. I can't figure out at all how to get those extra gauntlet pieces to interact with the toy in any mode like i look at pictures and i try to get it to work and it just kind of all falls off like for the price i paid it's not that bad uh if i had paid 55 dollars for it when it came out i would have been really really irritated um but like to have the experience of handling this maybe i maybe it will grow on me some over time but like yeah I just feel very reinforced in the beliefs I had going into this, unfortunately. I was hoping for a pleasant surprise because, you know, people like Matt like this toy. A lot of people praise this toy, especially over the other Blitzwing options. But, like, things don't work for me, man. Now, in the box, I didn't know this was coming. Uh, Ed stuffed in there the um, American Gundam model kit pre-built, which I think is the, the entry grade model, Rob. Is that right? Uh, I'm sorry, missed, I missed the first part of that? The American Gundam? Yes, that is an entry-grade model. Yeah, so I've not handled the entry-grade Gundam before, but, like, it's actually surprisingly nice for, like, a, you know, $7 target price point model kit. Like, fully articulated, the no poly caps, of course, so the joints are going to wear out eventually, but, like, the fittings are tight, the detail's good, like, it's really surprisingly nice. So that was actually kind of a fun bonus to get in the box. 
Um, is it supposed to come with beam saber blades? No, actually. Okay. The, the the base entry grade Gundam doesn't uh, is like kind of bare bones. Yeah. It comes it comes with the hilts and I think a rifle and a shield and that's yeah, that's about what it. this does. Yeah, they didn't actually go back and make a full weapons version of the entry grade Gundam. So yet. Yeah, so that's uh because it looks like there's a part on the back skirt armor mm-hmm. where a bazooka clip could be fit into it. Yeah, I think I think the full weapon version does have that. So okay. Um, also, a lot of these are actually made to be compa- uh, compatible with high grade Universal Century parts. Like the new Gundam does not, as I recall, come with. I forget whether it comes with fin funnels at all. I don't think it does, but it is compatible with the. Uh, fin funnels from the uh, uh from the high grade kit if you want to go that route which like if you had the high grade new gun why are you buying the entry grade one in the first place and you know yeah if but, you get the entry grade one you like that and you want to get the high grade one why would you take the funnels from it and put it on the entry grade one yeah but anyway that was kind of a fun surprise and like again just like really interestingly uh surprising how good that model kit feels put together it it the entry grade stuff has been pretty solid all around so that's why that's why i decided that this uh this was a good choice for elf on a shelf warmer last year because yeah you know it you don't need tools you don't need you don't need anything and it becomes a pretty solid little toy when you're done so. yeah i mean like i i think back to uh you know 1999 2000 with the old gundam wing kits on the shelves and like this is what we wanted them to be and feel like mm-hmm. except they didn't yeah Let's see. They make the new Gundam. They also make the Strike Gundam, which I have but have not yet put together. Ah. I'm hoping that they'll uh, keep this line going because I really have enjoyed everything I've handled from it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's probably good for him, at least from like a marketing standpoint. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, all I have because, again, it's only been since Sunday night that we recorded and I haven't actually like done any shopping since then. Like, I haven't even gone grocery shopping since then. So, like, I couldn't even tell you about like what I'm going to have for dinner tomorrow. So. so you're saying you're out of food is what you're saying. Well, I could be saying I'm out of food or I could just be saying like, I have no planning ahead, <laughs> which I mean, you know, one could kind of go with the other, but yeah, that's, that's all I have to talk about this week. Um, but if you want to do some toy shopping, so you have something to talk about to someone, I guess, I mean, you probably have people you talk about your toys and stuff too. Um, you can, do some of that shopping through Amazon with our affiliate link, tfradio.net slash Amazon. Uh, purchases through the affiliate program uh, send a little revenue back our way without costing you anything else, and it contributes pretty well to keeping our operations going here. Like It's it's the easiest way anybody who wants to can help to keep RFC on a thing that goes out on the internet, I guess. Because um, like everybody shops at Amazon, even if you don't want to, and boy, do I understand that. Um, <laughs> You know, come to think of it, I think I need to uh, re-up my Amazon Prime sometime in the next couple of days here. That's going to that's gonna hurt. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't help me to re-up my Amazon Prime for you to use the affiliate link, but it does keep the show going. So if you're going to do some Amazon shopping, think of us and go to tfradio.net slash Amazon and then go search for your toilet paper or your DVDs or whatever. Uh, and you'll keep us going. And if you want to do a little bit more active part in uh, supporting the show, you can become a patron. Uh, we have a couple of tiers that you can join. Uh, all tiers get an ad-free version of the podcast, which is posted at a higher bit rate than the uh, general public feed. There is the weekly Patreon-exclusive pre-show podcast, and boy, did we, re- did we record quite a pre-show this week before uh, we started on RFC proper. 
Um, we have uh, quote unquote unedited episodes of RFC uh, when they're available. Uh, not every episode has an unedited version, but sometimes when things get a little bit too off the rails, Don, um, mm-hmm. we we do have a you know slightly cleaned up version that goes out publicly. But if you're a patron, you will get that version and the original uncut version. Uh, if you want to hear just how bad bad can get on RFC. Um, you can also get the uh, History on the Fives podcast hosted by Rob a week early that way. Uh, if you join at the Touch tier, you can actually be on History on the Fives, uh, which um, I don't think you've had a recording session in the last few weeks because of personal stuff going on, but hopefully that'll be getting back on track soon. Yeah, the 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 hope is that we'll be able to do that next Tuesday. I think I'll be up to it and my schedule should be clear, barring you know anything unseen. So hopefully... Hopefully, History on the Fives will be back shortly. And then, of course, finally, the uh, big perk for our Touch patrons is their shout-out every week on the show, uh, which we're going to do right now. Uh, if you want to check out our uh, Touch patrons at any time, you can do that on the website at tfradio.net slash credits. Uh, but for right now, our Touch patrons are Kevin Dorsey, AJ, Eric Griffin, Tyrell Gwynn, Rick Mahurin, Brian Bona, Emmett Srestovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Ness, Joey Russell, Sean Williamson, Spider Bob, Jay Klein Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lutia, and Sean Bratton. Thank you all so much for your support to the show, and thanks to all of our patrons. We literally could not do this without you. Uh, let's see, back to the other tab so I get all the other plug stuff right. Um, you can find the show notes for this episode at tfradio.net slash 820. Um, that's kind of the little hack there, the little cheat code. You can find the show notes for any given episode, just tfradio.net slash that episode number. Uh, that's always there when the episode gets posted. So you can uh, check out the links that we're talking about when we're recording the show. It's a good way to follow along after the fact. Unless you're listening to this while you're like on your commute or something, we do not endorse the idea of looking at websites and uh, web pages while you're driving your car. So, uh, you know, drive safe, don't crash while you're listening to us because. It would be a real shame if the last thing you ever heard was my voice. <laughs> or one of my puns. Yeah, same difference. Uh, if you want to be um, part of the live audience during our usual live recordings, which generally happen every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, uh, except in unusual circumstances like this week where uh, you know various things happen and we can't quite get a live show going, uh, you can join us on our Discord channel, uh, tfradio.net slash Discord. Uh, you can run that right out of your browser if you want to. You don't need to install the desktop Discord client. Uh, or you can get the Discord app on your phone and just you know chat with us anywhere, just not when you're driving, please. Um, but we've got a really cool group of regulars in there. We have great conversations all the time. It's the best place to find me on the internet, personally, since I don't really use Twitter anymore. Um, so definitely make sure to check that out. Um, we're, the show is on Twitter at twitter.com slash tfradio or at tfradio. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube, of course, uh, especially when we have our live stream weeks. Uh, so uh, be sure to look for us there and subscribe so that you can get notifications when we go live because we don't put up the placeholder streams anymore to uh, bookmark. Uh, it just works out logistically better to just go with the stream when we're ready to start streaming. Uh, so if you want uh, notice when we go live be sure to subscribe and hit the little bell icon on the channel 
Uh, otherwise, you can find us on your podcast aggregator of choice. We're basically everywhere, just like the Psycore. Um, you can find uh, my work on the internet at playwithphotography.com. I have uh, toy galleries up there. I uh, wrote a few articles about uh, top- about topics relating to toy photography. So there's uh, definitely some evergreen content up there for that. If you want to uh, throw some goods my way i have an amazon wish list pfradio.net slash chrislist and that does actually contribute back to the show through the amazon affiliate program if you use that link so it actually helps everybody um see rob springer is not a regular part of the show uh you can find uh his podcast transform squadron please tell me that's the right one this time that's the one okay <laughs> i say this time like rob springer changes his podcast title all the time but it's been like three years since he changed the transform squadron it's been stable all the time so like you know it'll it'll stick eventually um but you can find that on tfradio.net when there's a new episode of that um you can find rob himself on twitter at robo rob springer uh or at zonebase.org uh john deluna also not here but again always part of the family uh he is that john d everywhere everywhere on the internet uh brian kilby uh brian kilby.com at b kilby on twitter uh when he hasn't deleted his twitter i imagine it's still up but you know who knows from one week to the next or one day to the next like honestly i get i get the i get the motivation like sometimes i just want to like close out my twitter account but it's kind of effort and also like there's a lot of stuff there that like still gets favorites to this day so like it feels bad to just like you know burn all that yeah uh rob how about you okay um well i'm on twitter at rob flails and uh just going to take a second here to uh, mention I have a new pinned tweet there. Um, my, yeah, my mother passed a week ago today and we're dealing with her final expenses and also just the loss of her, uh, social security income. So to, you know, if you'd like to, if anyone would like to help with that, there is a link as my pinned tweet, uh, to a GoFundMe, which will, which will help. Uh, the, uh, you know, the household in general with, with those expenses. So already, uh, gotten, you know, quite a few people donating. Thank you very much to any of them that may be listening to the show, which is maybe one of them. I think probably not though, but, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you to everybody who has helped and who has offered sympathy and everything. Cause just, man, just, uh, the, the amount of support I, I have gotten for uh over this last week has just been staggering and i really appreciate it from everybody um okay with the sad stuff over uh with i'll go to the actual plug um rob flails is the twitter for flail is where i cover gundam battle operation 2 um i've got this last week i've gotten out videos for like the last two weekly mobile suits the superior gundam and the gaza e uh, this week's mobile suit, I make no guarantees because it's one of the four stars that cost a lot of tokens, but it will be the Zeku Zwei from Gundam Sentinel, which hmm. an- another uh, another one of those deep pulls this game is so good at. Just, you know, one of those, hey, I forgot that existed kind of mobile suits. There's a lot of those in there. I it's, forgot there was a Gaza E, for example. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, just I, one day when this is all done, it is going to be like the most comprehensive Gundam, you know, shooter that has ever been done, I think, if it's not already. But yeah, um I'm hoping to have other things up there sometime as well, but you know, it'll take time. But if you want to see the stuff I do there, youtube.com slash flailthroughs. And uh if you want to support that, there's patreon.com slash flailthroughs. I do take requests. 
and, uh, you know, for specific rounds, configurations, whatever in GBO2. And if you'd rather just send me an item of some sort, I have a list of items of some sort at tfradio.net slash playlist. Which also has the affiliate benefit. Yes. Don. Uh, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Uh, I also have a list on Amazon. Uh, the Massey attack list has been retired um, for obvious reasons. And I believe Brian went in and changed it to uh, Don's wish list. I'm, I only just saw this the other day, so I haven't had a chance to look at it. But uh, I do have that list up on uh, Amazon. Uh, if you look, I've put a few things on there recently. So if you want to Can look, someone validate peruse. that real quick so we get the right link out there. It is tfradio.net slash Don list. Don list. Okay. Thank you. That's Thank you. I it Thank was. you. Yeah, I I haven't checked in a while, and then I noticed the Massey attack list was not there, and I appreciate Brian changing that uh, as well. Uh, so that's there. Uh, I am in, currently in the process of having to have my entire upstairs refloored because the laminate is pretty much disintegrating because it is cheap laminate. I'm not saying it came from a discount place that is very popular with second with transformers, very cheap, but it's just been described as such. I didn't think the Max had laminate flooring. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, <laughs> you never know what you'll find there. Yeah. Also, so, I've, got, uh, I've gotten some like older like food stuffs from TJ Maxx that probably should have been laminate flooring. Yeah. So uh, the reason I'm saying that it's just, I say that to say this: my collector's room that you've seen on video for the last year and a half since we moved will be going downstairs to the basement. Uh, but I can't do anything other than just move it down and get it out of the way when they start redoing the floors to put our entire. It's about a thousand square feet. We've had it measured, so that's going to be a work in progress. So, but, but when I can move the stuff downstairs, there's some furniture, some bookcases, you know, some things down there. So that would be, if you want to peruse that, you're more than welcome to. Oh, okay. So that was a lead into the stuff kind of stuff that's on your Amazon wish list right now. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, okay. I'm ram- I'm tired. I'm rambling. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I was spending most of that trying to figure out, okay, where is this going that it fits into the plug? And then Ooh, at the end, cups. like you, you pulled it back, you pulled it back. It's fine. Uh, Diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. I have a wish list, tfradio.net slash Diecast list. And if you want to see some older reviews, you can go to youtube.com slash RFC reviews. And hopefully I'm close to being able to put some new videos up. You know, the YouTube algorithm still every once in a while feeds me your video for the like Netflix Voltron Lions. Ah. And that's like one of your more popular videos. That's got like tens of thousands of views on it last I saw. Nice. Yeah. And that's also from like six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Diecast, at some point uh, when we can do it, do you want to go and do you want to bring back There Goes My Money? You know, with all the time. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm just wondering because with all the stuff coming out and all these pre orders and all that's like, you know, I'm just saying that would be, I didn't know whether you had uh, any plans for that or not, if anyone else was asking. I, I'd consider it. I mean, I, I think it would probably work better as a monthly now, just yeah, because of how things slowed down. Um, yeah, because it's, it's weird. All that legacy stuff that just was shown off with Skyquake and the rest of that last month is already basically saying it'll be arriving the next week or two. Oh, I hope so. Where I've got we got a pre-order, so yeah. But I'm saying, you know, it, it's turning around that fast in some cases. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting to see that come back 
see how that goes. Yeah, it's it's possible. All right. Well, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, hopefully, we will be back next week with the traditional live stream show with everybody present and accounted for. In the meantime, uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you later. Take care. See you, everybody. Have a good night, Al. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.